In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day. It's Father Tom and Anthony today. Are you walking with Jesus? That's what we've been talking about. Do you have a prayer life? If you don't have a prayer life, I don't think you're walking with Jesus. But I had an experience. Well, you're a newborn baby. We need to grow. We need to have a time to pray, time to read the scriptures, time to love people. Are you walking with Jesus? I'm reading from the second chapter of uh, the first letter of John, the seventh verse. Beloved, I love that word, beloved, beloved, beloved. I am writing you no new commandment. What was the no commandment before? To love God with our whole heart, our whole soul, our whole strength, and to love our neighbor as ourself. But an old commandment that you have from the beginning, the old commandment is the word that you have heard. Yet I am writing you a new commandment. What's the new commandment? Love one another as I have loved you, even unto death. John 15 tells us that. That is true in him and in you, because darkness is passing away, and the true light is already shining. Whoever says, I am in the light, while hating a brother or sister, is still in the darkness. That's very important to know. If you hate somebody that's a brother or sister in the Lord, you're in the darkness. If Catholics hate Protestants, they're in the darkness. If Protestants hate Catholics, they're in the darkness. This is real. This is real. It makes it true to our own experience. Some people will say, Catholics aren't saved. <laughs> well, you know what? I have been saved. I was saved. And by the grace of God, I will be saved by the blood of Jesus, by the power of the cross and resurrection. You're still in the darkness if you hate your brother or sister. Whoever loves a brother or sister lives in the light. And in such a person, there is no cause for stumbling. But whoever hates another believer is in the darkness. Whoever hates another believer is in the darkness. We do not have any time to hate each other. We're all fighting against that one evil spirit. We should not be hating each other. We don't have the time to do it. It's not of God. If we hate each other, we're not in the light. It's all about love. When 
So when we don't love, it says we walk in darkness, there's confusion all over our life. If there's a spirit of confusion in anywhere, in any area of our life, a lot of it is because we're not loving properly. We're not seeing other, we're not seeing Jesus in the other people. We're not understanding that Jesus came to install a kingdom. And whether we're Protestant, Catholic, Orthodox, this church, that church, we're all part of the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And we're all called to be in unity, to be as one as Jesus and the Father were one. <clears throat> it, it testifies to God when we just, when we walk as one. It's funny because a lot of times when I go do preaching and street preaching and ministering and releasing miracles and healings, I'll be in some dark areas, maybe Satan Con, maybe in Salem. And a lot of the times, the hardest thing I deal with is you know, other Christians coming up and trying to lecture me and just argue doctrine and fight with me. And they don't realize it's a spirit. I'm like, guys, we're not here to do this. We're all in a kingdom together. We need to be one. We need to be one together. Like we're here to bring people into the light of Christ. So this is what you're called to do. We're just called to love as Jesus loved and see Jesus in everyone. When we see Jesus in everyone and our heart is inflamed with the love of God, is your heart inflamed with the love of God, with the passion of God, with the glory of God? <laughs> when you do that, then everything is easy. But whoever hates another believer is in the darkness. He walks in darkness and does not know the way to go because the darkness has brought on blindness. Again, we have no time to hate. We want people to be jealous. You know what St. Paul says? How he's going to get the Jewish people to believe in Jesus? He says, I'm going to make them jealous of my life, that they'll want what I have. That's what we need to do, to make people jealous that they want what we have. And what we have is a gift. It's not something that I said that I'm going to have it. <laughs> It's been given to me by grace. I am writing to you, little children, because you and your sins are forgiven on account of his name. Little children, your sins are forgiven on account of the name of Jesus and in the blood of Jesus. Your sins have been forgiven, little children. I am writing to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning, not know in the head, but experiential knowledge. You have experiential knowledge of God, who is with, that's Christ, who was from the beginning. I am writing to you, young people, because you have conquered the evil one. How do we conquer the evil one? With the blood of Jesus in our testimony. I am writing to you, children, because you know the Father, hallelujah, know experientially. I write to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. That's the word of God. I write to you, young people, because you are strong and the word of God abides in you and you have overcome the evil one. I'm writing these things to you that you may know that you may know, are you walking with Jesus today? 
We need to walk with him by the grace of God. It's all about the grace of God. It has nothing to do with us. If we love Jesus by the grace of God, it's the grace of God. If we love our neighbor as Jesus loves us, it's the grace of God. You see, it's nothing by ourselves. Of myself, I can do nothing, but I can do all things in Christ who loves me. It says, and you have overcome the wicked one. So the whole thing is the battle with the devil and stuff, it's, it's rigged. It's rigged. You've won. But to overcome the wicked one isn't the issue. It's to overcome ourselves, to overcome our ability to, you know, not love, not be joyful, not be peaceful. We have already won the battle. There's no battle going on. You know, the Bible tells us we, we are strong. The word of God abides in us and you have overcome the wicked one. So the battle is rigged. You've already won. Now we just got to overcome ourselves, overcome our nature to judge, overcome our nature to want to separate, to not just be in unity and love and peace and joy and light. When the Holy Spirit, when Jesus deposits the Holy Spirit into your heart, then the love of heaven can flood you. When you can see Jesus in every single person, then the love of God fills you even if someone's attacking you and not being nice to you it's okay you want to see them as god sees them you say they're just you know they're being oppressed right now they're they're hurt they're they're acting on their woundedness but god loves them fully so i love them fully and this is this is not even for christians this goes for all people we're called to do it but christians especially other people in christ we're all in the same kingdom. We're all on the same team. And no house divided against itself can stand. So we want to be single-minded in love. You know, in the book of James, it tells us a double-minded man is weak in all his ways. So when we're loving one minute, judgmental another minute, we're weakened. We're weakened. When, when we, when we flip-flop and we go off our emotion and we're inconstant, and, and what we do, we're weakened. But when we're just single-minded of, I'm serving God, I love God, as I judge, I am judged. As I condemn, I am condemned. So I'm not judging or condemning. The law of the kingdom of God is love. It is love and light. Because so often I catch my, I'll speak for myself, you know, who am I to take, the, the log out of my brother's eyes when I have a plank in mine. You know, a lot of times what we see in other people that frustrates us and we don't like, it's in us. It's in us. It's in me. What I don't like about other people, it's something that's in me. And that's why it's, that's why it's just, that's why I see it. And it just is, it will grind at me a little bit. But it's, a, but you know what? Like when you have that wisdom of, why is the Lord showing me this about this person? Why am I judging them for this? Then you, you start to reflect. And you're like, well, you know what, Anthony? This is something that's in me right now. And that's why it's kind of upsetting me. Because the Lord's let me see it because he wants to take it out of me. Because Jesus Christ is, it tells, I mean, God tells us he is light. And in him there is no darkness. So ultimately, God wants to illumine any darkness within us, any, 
anything that's not given over to the love and the grace of God, and he wants to light it out and drive it out with the light of God. God wants us to be all light, all love, all peace, all joy, all fire. When the fire of God comes into us, it burns everything not of God out. You know, in hell, what, what, and I mean, in heaven, like when the, what the demons can't stand to being around God is the fire of God. And what the fire of God is, it's, it's the love of God. The love of God repels the demons. The, the devil can't stand in God's fire because it's all love. And the love of God is a consuming fire. And God wants to consume you in the fire of his love today. He wants to consume you in the fire of his goodness. He wants you to live an ascended life. And as Jesus was in this world, we're called to walk as Jesus walked. Jesus walked in miracles. He walked in peace. He walked in power. But among all things, he walked in love. He didn't come to judge. He came to save. So we want to just pray. I pray. I'm a long way off, but we want to pray that we have the heart of Jesus, that our heart is enclosed in the sacred heart of Jesus, that we have the divine perspective, that we see things not from our eyes, but we see things from the eyes of Jesus. We see the world as Jesus sees the world, that we understand that Jesus is living inside of us, and he has no hands on earth besides yours. He has no mouth on earth besides yours. For some people, you're the only gospel, the only good news, the only Bible that they're going to experience. So if we're coming out with anything else besides the fire of God's love on our life, and we're just coming out prophesying, loving, joyful, and if someone's speaking bad about us, condemning us, we're treating them like a little child because it's that little child in them who's wounded and hurt and lashing out. But we have authority and dominion because we have the power of God and we just ignore the negative things they say. We have detachment. We don't let it touch us. And then we just overwhelm them with the power of God, which is the incarnate love of God. I love you. Jesus loves you. He has a plan for you. He has a purpose. He wants to heal that heart. He wants to he wants to let you live a life of ascension. He wants to grow you in the face. He has a plan and a purpose. I, I know the plans I have for you to give you a future and a hope to prosper you. Do you want to be prospered today? Do you want to be filled with heaven? The 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 there the only good news is it's all good news. It's all good news. But are you releasing the good news or are you getting caught just you're getting caught not in the good news, you know? The radio station of heaven is playing good news at all time, and it's just time that we tune in. The radio station in heaven, good news all time. And I'm telling you, the scripture, good news in all times. This is real. Verse 15, do not love the world or the things of the world. Now, I'm not talking about the globe. I'm talking about the dog-eat-dog world. Do not love the dog-eat-dog world. She's got this. I have to have it. He's got that. I have to have it. That's the world. Do not love the world or the things of this world. The love of the Father is not in those who love the world. For all that is in the world, listen to this, is the desires of the flesh, the desire of the eyes, 
and the pride for riches, the desire of the flesh, the desire of the eyes, and the pride for riches. That's of the world, and we do not want that. Stop looking at your computer at things that you shouldn't be looking at. This is real. If you look at things, think of the people there as your mother or as your sister. This is real stuff. This is the world. That's the devil. A demon will jump into you if you do that continually. You do not have to do that because that's the love of the world. The love of the world. It's the opposite of the love of Christ. The love of Christ loves all people one at a time. One at a time. Yes. I remember being in back of somebody in the seminary. In front of me, I said, this is Jesus in front of me. And I put on his back a sign of the cross. This is Jesus in front of me. Let's continue. The pride of riches comes from not the Father, but from the world, and the world and its desires are passing away. They should be passing away for Christians. The desires of the world should be passing away for Christians. Father Tom, what do you want? I want more of God. Right. I want more of the Holy Spirit. Right. I want more of the life in the Spirit. That's what I want. I don't want riches. I've got enough money that I need. And God has called me to be generous. If you're having trouble with your finances, you know what the Lord is saying? Be more generous. Be more generous. Be more generous. Because as we give, we are given from the Lord. So if we need the Lord to be more generous towards us, he just needs to see that he can trust you to be more generous towards others. There's principles that dictate the kingdom of God in the whole spiritual realm. Those who tithe mightily, no, those who reap so mightily, reap mightily. Those who reap so sparingly, reap sparingly. So just just be generous. So God is generous with you, and this goes for all areas of your life, for your prayer life. Pray generously, and God's generous with his power and his spirit. Sow your money generously, and God is bountiful with his money and his spirit. The enemy's tripping me up because he doesn't want you to get this principle. So you walk in dominion. But the world is passing away. So... What what God and what Jesus was in us cares about is only things that are eternal. So when we focus on things that are finite, things of the world, you know, pleasures of the flesh, this is the three ways the enemy gets us. It's lust of the flesh, you know, wanting wanting to have, well, we don't need to get into lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, what we look at. In the pride of life, of wanting to be esteemed. I want to get a great car so that everyone loves me. I want to have a good job 
not not to glorify God, but so I'm respected in the community. You know, I was at the monastery, and the Lord told me, Anthony, why do you need to be approved by men when you're approved by God, when you're already approved by me? You know, when we love and fear men, we can't righteously love and fear God. And the love of man drowns out the love of God. When we fear man, we don't have the appropriate fear of God, which is losing his presence. But when we're sold out to Jesus Christ, when we're sold out to the Lord, we get filled by the power of God. And suddenly these lust, these lustful things of the eyes and the flesh and of the world and need esteem and need to be loved, it fades away because we're filled with the love and the peace and the joy of God, which ultimately is what we were created to do. Because the thing is, People, they can love us with human love, but that love will always be imperfect because it's human. So when we're looking for the divine love of God in human, in our wife, in our husband, in our children, we're always going to be let down in a sense because, not because they're bad, because they're not God. You know, if I'm looking for love from Father Tom to fill a void in me, like Father Tom is a saint, but he's not God. He has God in him. We can only go to God for this divine love. And when, and when we cut out the middleman and it's just us in the Lord Jesus Christ, then he filled us with love and we actually have an appropriate ordered love for people, for things of this world, for everything. God is a God of order. So when he floods us with his divine light, it orders us from the inside out. You know, in the Bible, it's very clear. It says you can't love God and mammon. You can't love God and money. But the whole thing is, it's not we have to be out of the world and have a hatred of money. All we have to do is, well, you can't serve God and mammon. We just serve God faithfully. We tell, we let God dictate our life, our finances, our job. and We just serve God. And when we serve God, he takes care of all of our needs. He takes care and he gives us exactly what we need at the exact moment of our life. And you know, things of this world is the least of it. I'm here for the divine graces. I'm here for the life in the spirit, as Father said. I'm here to see people healed, saved, captives free. I'm here to see my insides saved, that 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 all the darkness of this world that's in me just gets drowned out by the light of God. Jesus has such an infinite plan for you, and he has infinite goodness, and he wants to fill you with heaven. But to fill you with heaven, you need to let him drain you of everything of this earth. The biggest, the greatest grace in the history of the world is God is the all. We are nothing. But for some reason, the all comes and wants to fill the nothingness. So when we understand that we're nothing, and, you know, I'm really nothing, and it doesn't matter if I'm great and respected in the world term, or I have a Honda or a Mercedes, all I just need is to be emptied out of all those desires so the goodness of God can fill me. Then you live an ascended life that's just so filled with power, love, and just goodness. So, Father, we thank you right now for the light of Christ, that divine light from heaven to come and just fill every woundedness within us that makes us seek the approval and the attention and the love of people. When you love us infinitely, God, and you don't, you just desire to pour out your divine love into every air of our lives. So we just give you permission now to let, to let you. And the world and its desires are passing away. 
but those who do the will of God live forever. Hallelujah. What is the will of God? To believe in Jesus and the one who sent him, the Father, in the power of the Holy Spirit. The will of God is to eat his body and drink his blood. Yes, that's the will of God. That's what the Bible says. When we give our lives to Jesus, we have eternal life at its beginnings because it's going to grow and grow until we're in heaven where it grows and grows more. Eternal life is this, to know thee, the one true God, and Christ whom thou sent. This is what eternal life is. We need the eternal life. We need to know that we have eternal life. We need to know that what God has given us, he has given it to us, not only for ourselves, but for we who would love other people into the kingdom. That's what we do. We love other people into the kingdom. Let's continue. Children, it is the last hour. As you have heard that Antichrist is coming, so now many Antichrists have come. From this we know that it is the last hour. Then he talks about somebody he knows, a community. They went out from us, but they did not belong to us. For if they belonged to us, they would have remained with us. But by going out, they made it plain that none of them belongs to us. But you have been anointed by the Holy Spirit. You have been anointed by the Holy Spirit. And that anointing teaches you all things. I can only tell you the outer word, but the inner word of the Holy Spirit teaches us all things, how we need that anointing, how we have that anointing. You know, I have a Geiger counter in my heart. When someone's off and says things that aren't true, the Geiger counter goes off. It's called the gift of discernment. Oh, yes, I have a Geiger counter in my heart. Oh, yes, it's time to love the Lord. It's time to love people. It's time to give ourselves back to Jesus. It's time, time, time is now. There are many antichrists in the world. We choose Jesus Christ as Lord. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.